presented an urgent and horrifying news story. Now, I don't know if this is the kind of hard-hitting news you're used to. Got some good news and I got some bad news. Now this could be the big story of the summer. Network is going to be wanting plenty of coverage. What do you mean silly? I mean, that, that's real news. All right, I got a couple of top stories here. Did you see the video of Cam Newton getting jumped? Cam Newton was involved in a scuffle at a 7-on-7 youth football tournament in Atlanta. In Atlanta. Oof, they take their 7-on-7 uh, youth football pretty seriously, pretty seriously over there. The video shows Newton. You can see he's got one of his crazy hats on, his custom hats and stuff. He's being shoved by three people near the top of a set of stairs before the pushing, shoving, and grabbing moves toward a fence line. And then it just shows Cam Newton kind of handling him. <laughs> you know, like taking everybody, keeping everybody off of him. Pushing him away, all that stuff. Now, the altercation was ultimately broken up by a police officer, and then security stepped in. But, I mean, Cam Newton, I've had my ups and downs as far as, like, my thoughts on him. I don't want to say opinion of him. That sounds a little uh, high and mighty. But, uh, Angel, this is, again, I don't know the background. I don't know who caused it. They don't know. They're getting all that information right now. But uh, three dudes running at him and pushing him up against the fence, getting ready to take him out, and he fought them all off. He's a big dude, by the way. Cam Newton's a big dude. I would not, like you, me, and Tanner, I would not like our chances going up against Cam Newton. (laughs) I would not. I'm not going for that, man. Yeah, I I feel a certain way about Cam Newton because of where he played college football. Um so I don't really have... True, so you don't, you don't find it a little bit cool that one man fended off three No, it's people. cool in terms of physical attributes, but I mean... You can't put your hatred aside. I just thought hatred is just like, all right, Cam Newton got in a fight. Yeah, but three dudes coming at him pretty hard. I, I mean, Auburn fans are going to take that as a sense of pride and probably hang a banner over it, so... Well, so he was the coach or something, Newton? is It's a 15 and under... And his team won the championship at the event. And that's according to his post that he made on on X. They tried to reach out to him last night, but unsuccessful. Does that help his NFL chances? I don't think so. <laughs> that guy can handle his own, man. He can. He can, certainly can. All he right. Can. Huh? He can. Yes, he can. Did you see the... We talked about the Wake Forest thing. The Wake Forest and Duke thing. Another... Storming of the court. And we talked about it a little bit because we went back to the Caitlin Clark thing. And obviously that was... It was bad. You know, you don't want people to get hurt. Especially players that aren't expecting that. They just want to get off the floor, get to the locker room, win or lose. They just want to be okay. I was at the CSU game. CSU-CU earlier in the year. And CSU stormed the court. But the way they did it, and again, it's Moby, and I understand that compared to Duke and these some of these schools. But when you are you're able to kind of fence off an area where the players can go shake hands quickly. But in this game, Wake Forest was out there. It was fast. It was like the buzzer hit, and they were already at midcourt. It felt like there was really no time to do anything. But I go back to the CUCSU game. And I saw I was watching this kid just in the face of one of the CU players. F bomb and you suck flipping him off right to right to his face, dude. 
And I remember seeing one of the coaches for CSU like step in front and be like, dude, get the hell away. And the, and the player goes, all right, my bad, my bad. Well, that moment was relatively easy to calm one student down. But how are you how are you calming down a swarm when they are storming the court? Most of them storm to go celebrate with the team, but a lot of them storm to go talk some trash. Get in the face of some of these players. I I've thought about this a lot, Angel, because when you were out on Friday, I did I did buy or sell on the court storming thing. And and I I decided I decided then I I guess it's kind of cool to see visually. But I'm not passionate enough about it. I would never be one of those guys when I was in college. So I guess I'm out on it. I sold it. And I watched the video. And do I think that Kyle Flipowski actually got bulldozed and destroyed by probably some 20-year-old six beers deep of, um, what are they drinking now? Not beer anymore. What is it? They're like juice things. What white are the claws? Yeah, white claw. Seltzers. Six white claws in. Yeah, twenty one. I should say. Sorry, no, no college kids drinking under the age of twenty one. Do I think that that student bulldozed? You know, Kyle Filipowski, who's pretty big dude. I, I no. The answer is no. I mean, seven foot, two hundred forty eight pounds. You bounce off of him. So I watched it, and it didn't really look like he was... It didn't look as like there was as much contact as the Caitlin Clark one. Well, I was just looking at it again, and they have release in over the, like, a overhead view like yeah. from the middle of the court. Uh-huh. Um, and as he's running off, this one student comes up to him, and it looks like he's talking trash right to his face. Um, so he kind of, like, puts his forearm into him to, like, shove him away from him. And that's when he, like, runs over his ankle, and this other guy comes up behind him, kind of goes out of his way and puts his hands on his back, kind of, like, pushing him a little bit. Yeah, so do I think that 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 actually forced him to the ground? Because he was, like, limping off. Yeah, he, like, gets tripped, pushed in the back, he spins around, and then one of the Duke coaches comes in and tries to, like, save him. But it's just a swarm of people. Yeah, seeing that one, that was one of the... More chaotic court storming things I've seen. Now, they do technically say don't do it, right? Yeah, there is a pretty hefty fine to the school. Well, Duke head coach John Shear came out and said, when are we going to ban this? It's like, I think you already do. But there's no way to enforce it unless you you start finding teams. Stricter punishment. You, you're going to have to sacrifice attendance because you're going to have to say to all those crazy fans that storm the court, if we catch you, you're done. Like we're gonna, If you storm the court, we're going to grab a select few and they'll never get to come to a game again. That becomes a lot of work, man. I mean, you, you see this in football and basketball, and I think just this year we've seen now two instances where a player has gotten hurt and because it's it was Caitlin Clark and now it's a Duke player, this is going to get lot, a lot more attention. But who's to say this isn't already happening? Who's to say players aren't already getting hurt in these court stormings? It's, we're just not seeing it because it's not Duke or it's not Caitlin Clark. Well, yeah, and now that Caitlin Clark did it, you know, and it was talked about in such a big way, you got to wonder more players. It's like flopping in the NBA. You start seeing guys flop and get calls. Oh, yeah, I mean, these players, they have to protect themselves because it's swarm of people. I want to make sure I'm okay, mm. so if I have to shove a... 19-year-old freshman out of the way. I'm going to do that, but then all of his frat bros are right behind him. They see me shove him. Now I'm in a fight with 
Delta, Kappa, whatever. Dixon says your team forfeits if you storm. That's severe. That is... You don't get the loss, but it's a forfeit. You don't get the win either. It's just done? Yeah. Or you give them... I would see... I'd say forfeit and just... You lost. Yeah. I think that's the only way you can really do it. The only way you fix something that's unfixable is you make it so damn extreme that you can't do it. Like, that's the only way. Not finding the team. Because do you think little Billy Bob, who... I like the... I like Wake Forest. (laughs) I'm just going because it's the thing to do. Do you think they actually are following... I mean, some of them might. Some of these students might be really into the team. Maybe a diehard fan. But there's a lot of students that are just like, dude, brews, hoops, and bros. That's what, that's what we're doing on Saturday night. You know? That, that That's what you're getting. So do I think a lot of them care that the university is going to be fined $100,000? I don't think they care. But if it is announced and preached to you that, hey, if you storm the court, the reason you're storming is because you won, well, you lose. You'll cost your team. That is the only way to do it. Dixon, you're right. That's the only way to do it. They're going to fight. They don't care if you fight them. Students don't care. Yeah, so in the SEC, in terms of football, a first offense is $50,000. Hundred thousand dollars for a second offense, and a third is two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I get it; it's fun and it's part of college sports. But I'm, well, I'm going to basketball. Basketball courts are a lot smaller. It's, it's harder, a lot for, more compact, a lot more difficult for them to escape. Plus, football players are still in their pads. Yeah, you know, you're going to go hit a linebacker. You yeah, might oh. get in his face, but yeah, you ain't you're going to get a those forearm dudes. shoved to the ground. Basketball's intimate, and there's a lot of guys that are maybe the same size as you. You know, there's a lot of 5'9", five, 5'10", five, 5'11", players at ba- in the basketball you know, world. And tall basketball players, they're not the most, like, especially the taller right. ones, they're not super agile. Big tree fall hard. Yeah. Big Hub says, problems. I just think there should be a scrutiny guards uh, or security guards standing in front of all the stands, making sure nobody gets on the court until the visiting team is gone. But okay, but see, Big Hub, you're already paying for security, right? They clearly don't have enough security. So now you're going to pay for double, triple, quadruple the amount of security? And you get into a close game and it comes down to the, like, you make it at the last shot. Buzzer goes off. It's it's already done. They're already on the court. They've made up their mind. Look how fast they were on the floor there. They were on the floor. They got to the middle of that floor. It looked like a World War Z movie with the zombies. How quickly they would just take over a street. That's what it reminded, reminded me of. Dixon says the court and the field need to be a safe place for athletes. How do how do the professional sports keep them from storming the court or the field? I don't know. Is that a thing? That's just not a thing. What's well, crazy? Just watching, like you see one Duke player, he sees it, he immediately jets to the bench, and then Filipowski, he's there, you know, just playing defense. Turns around, and there's fifty people in his face. Yeah. Was it the Stanford story all those years ago with the band being out there on the field and stuff? Like, the field and the court should be a sacred place. And I get it. I mean, I, I'm more of a pro fan than a college fan, although I love college. But I, 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 I get when college fans are like, stop trying to turn my game into your game. 
We love the marching bands. We love storming the f- the floor if it's a big win, and we love doing this kind of we thing. We want to tear down the goalposts yeah. that you probably played thousands of dollars for. Well, here's the thing. Dixon says, how do they keep it from happening in the NFL? Who's primarily the ones storming the court at games like this? Students. Students. You see the students do it, and you say, oh, come on, Tommy, let's go. Yeah, I'm we're a 30-year-old alumni. Let's there. go get on the field. Let's help them tear down the goalposts for this special memory. You're not seeing it, the NBA and the NFL, because college kids can't go by themselves. They're too broke. If they're there with mom and dad or grandma and grandpa or whatever, they're not. it's not like we're juicing each other up. I'm going to go down there and storm the court, man. It's like, grandpa, you in? No. All right. And then I'm just going to sit back down. They just don't do it. It's Chad and Tommy and Zach. They're seven alcohols deep. And it's just, hey, let's go do this. It'll be great. There is let's an- go get in the face of one of their players and be mean to him. Because this guy's going to school for free, and I'm paying my dad's tuition for him. Right. The students are the ones that are out of control with this stuff. I've talked about it with the snowball throwing thing at CSU. I talked about it with the idiot that ran out onto the floor. Whatever CSU game that was. Was it Boise State? I don't remember. Just ran out there. (laughs) Look at me, guys. And takes off. And now he's a celeb at the party he's probably going to that night. And, And again... That's part of it, the college experience. And that's why I always fight this when it's like, Brady, the college experience is so much better. The, the, the sporting environment is so much better than the pros. It's also out of control. It's because you have a bunch of 18 to 22-year-olds out there that don't know how to behave in public. So I've never been one for it. Then the more I think about it, the more I'm like, I, do I think there was embellishment with some of these players that, you know, getting hit. Oh, my gosh. Maybe. Maybe. It's hard. You, I can't answer that. I can't be fair and answer that. But the more I think about it, it's like, no. Should it just be for big games? How do you differentiate? Because didn't CU storm the field after they beat CSU? Mm-hmm. I get it's a rivalry, but. It's a rivalry that went into overtime. It's a Mountain West game. You know, it's your big rival. They, didn't they storm the field against Nebraska, too? Uh, they did it a couple of times. Yeah. They, they did it so where's two the years line? ago when they won one game against UCLA yeah, or whoever. Right. Or California. So where's the line? Rivals? Big games? Big upsets? Well, now you're getting to like half the season right there, man. Because you're going to have two rivals, probably. You're going to have... You're going to have at least maybe one upset. If you're a decent team, you're going to have an upset. And then you're you're going to have big games eventually. You're going to have all these things. Uh, Flying Dutchman, Wake Forest is a prestigious university of just a few thousand undergrads. They are a rabid fan base. Total little guy syndrome. But it's not just Wake Forest. Who was it? Who was it with, with, with uh, Caitlin Clark? Who? Like Indiana or something? something. Yeah, I don't Maryland, know. Maryland? Maybe. Rutgers, maybe? Probably. I mean, I get it. You beat yeah. a top 10 team. You want to – it's it's just kind of that part of that thing. You just got to go with the flow. We beat a top 10 team. We got to go run on the floor and celebrate for five minutes and then go home. The only way you're going to outlaw this is if you if you make it extreme. You will cost your team the win. And I, I don't know. I read that at first from Dixon on the text line, and I was like, that's a little. But what else is going to work? 
You ban students from going again? Well, okay. There's how many students are how many students are like Duke, Wake Forest? How many students are at those kind of games? Are we talking a couple thousand? Most capacity at a an arena is what eleven, fifteen thousand, and maybe three or four of that is students. I honestly don't know. So what are you going to do? You just keep picking them off as they come out. We got ten this time around. Now that's paperwork we have to do. That's in, we have to now insert that into our database. Where hey, Billy Bob and Billy Joel can't come to the game. So did Utah State storm against CSU? <sighs> Uh, this year? Yes. Yes, I think okay, so. I was just, I see a video on Twitter, I just wanted to make sure. Um, I believe this so. This says, Utah State, after upsetting Colorado State, security gave CSU a wide berth and made sure they were safe to leave the court. That's what happened at the CU game. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they fenced it off. And I don't, again... I was at that game, and I didn't. I don't remember that they didn't get on the floor that quickly. Not as quick as what I saw with Wake Forest there. No, I mean it's even if you say, "Hey, give us ten seconds to make sure the players are off the floor," you're not going to tell that to thousands of college kids that aren't paying attention. They hear the buzzer, time to go. Like, how do you do? You get a guy in front of them with a microphone at the beginning of the game. Do you get the coach to do it? They're not going to want to do that, but you, you get oh, yeah, somebody to listen to the coach. Get the athletic director. Hey guys, here's the deal: the NCAA is getting strict. We hope we win tonight. If we, you know, great, blah blah blah. If we do, please don't storm the court. They will eliminate the win, and you will give them the win. Understood? And you're probably going to get chance of not fun things, but the players, some the 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 winning team likes it. They love it. I asked all the CSU players after the CU game. They love it. It's great. But it's it's too risky. Plus, it's not just the injury thing. These guys are getting up in people's faces too. Oh, and it leads it causes these athletes that are hopped up on their hormones and they're done with the competitive thing. Someone gets in their face shouting who right. knows what about them, their families, whatever, they're gonna react to it and, and then that puts them they're in, in trouble. serious in, like situation. Yeah, they're in trouble. Texter from the 405, I've worked security at CSU basketball games. It's always the students. We can usually warn them of the consequences in advance and try to talk them down. Against CU, it was it was impossible. Okay, so you, were you working security? I See, I thought you guys did a good job then because it looked like they, they walled it off pretty good so the players could go through the handshake line, but there were still fans like right there, and as the Buffs players were walking by, they were getting in their face. Oh, as the fans are coming from all angles, you see the whole student section evacuate, everyone else is going to come in. Have some respect for yourself. Like, like, even them saying, we had to talk down the students. Right. That's why. Well, I'm watching these kids, and you know, I'm watching some of these students yelling at CU fa- players, like these, these Buffs players, finely tuned athletes. Just just poured their heart and soul into a basketball game for our entertainment. Entertain me. And you're going to run up there. You know, your little belly's shaking as you go. You know, you got your you got your little stuff that you've collected from the game. You got your hot dog in one hand. And you're going to go get in this dude's face and say, F you, man. You suck. You Because that student's going to take that, that memory and hold on to it. Oh, I remember when I yelled at this guy. And that CU player doesn't even know who you are. No. He's going to get on the bus and put on some music and go to sleep. And if they ever find out that you were the guy, they'll be like, oh, you were the joke then. You're a joke. You are a joke. Like, it's ridiculous. It's good for the winning team. It's fun for them. Yeah, that sucks, but 
honestly, there's so many other things here. All right, I got a lot. Um, I got a lot of texts coming in. Eastside Chris. If a player like Big Hub laid out one of the storming students, he would probably get sued and or benched next game. No retaliation. That's what you're saying. Well, I remember a couple years ago when Tennessee beat Alabama, uh, one of the Bama players got in trouble because he shoved a student who was like up in his face. Mm-hmm. And you know, he got, I think he got suspended for like a game or two. They get in a lot of trouble for that stuff. But it's like, wait, you're in our... You're on our floor now. If we go into the stands and hurt you, that's on us. No matter how bad they get, that's on us. But if they're out on the floor, and then I, I, I did hear the wild idea of like, okay, make it, make it so they don't, it's like you look the other way policy. They can, no, because that's going to lead to fights on the floor. If, if, I'm a, if I'm a player that's pissed off and students come out and get my face and I know that I can punch him with no consequences, we're gonna be now. Now it's gonna be the reverse. Like I'm looking for one of you young little punks that oh, thinks football players are gonna keep their helmets on. Yeah, let's go. Trust me. Would I like to see one of these young punks that are storming the court after drinking their whatevers, seltzers, and and you know they get knocked down a peg or two? Would I like to see it? I don't. I'm not condoning violence, Angel. But if you're gonna get in dudes' oh, faces, into a mob thing. So that quickly. would be a mo- that would be awful. You knock down Chad. And now here comes yeah, here his comes buddies, his brothers, and then oh, but here comes my team. Now we got a brawl out there. No, it's gonna get. This is gonna get worse. This is gonna get worse because now it's all over social media, and these students are looking at it, going, "Oh, we're gonna be next." When well, the pushback I'm seeing is, "Well, if this wasn't a Duke player, we wouldn't be talking about this." Yeah, like no, it was a nationally televised game, and yep. the top ten team got beat. Well, and Wake Forest, I think was a was the favorite in this game too, which is also I don't know, maybe not. Uh, Texter here. From the 970, storm the court, fielded a pro game, and you have handcuffs with your name, um, and you won't be allowed in that facility again. That's one reason, but it's also like the people that go there, most people that go there spend a hard money on that, a lot of hard-earned money on that. Two and a half point favorites. They were two and a half point favorites, and they stormed the court. Well, that's another issue. Like, what are you, what are you doing? You were supposed to win. And we know Same they all know CU. the spread because they're college kids. Yes. They do. Flying Dutchman, there has been thousands of courts stormed and very few injuries. We don't eliminate air travel because of a few planes crash. You guys sound like get off my lawn. Okay, you're comparing court storming to plane crashes. Like, obviously we're not going to stop planes and world travel because our economy would plummet. We're talking about a bunch of drunk students. We're telling them to sit there in the stands rather than storm out in the court and act a fool. No, I mean, Come if on. this Come happened on, to a Duke player, an Arizona player, a CSU player, UNC player, anybody, it's it hurts the game. It hurts you as fans because it's now it's like, oh, now we can't enjoy the team because our best player got hurt because Billy Bob and his friends ran over. Well, and saying it's only happened a couple of times. It happened twice this year. Within a few months. Isn't once enough? If a player gets hurt by a student on the field that they're playing or the court they're playing... Isn't one time enough? And then we continue to allow the court storming to happen. Well, if a player hurts a student, that player's suspended. Yeah. Yeah, what happens like, to oh, these you players? You can control yourself. Well, you got 15 guys in front of me. That player that ran into Caitlin Clark, it looked incidental, right? She didn't look like she was trying to get at Caitlin Clark. I don't believe. Mm-hmm. So if they're going to get her, the student in trouble for that, they're going to go look at the tape and they're probably going to investigate it to the point where she goes, I didn't mean to. I was just storm. You can see it. My focus is on the 
is on the, the, the group, the team, my team. And I just ran into her. 405 says Wyoming is the other one hard to control because they usually have a good fan group. Maybe not this year, the way they're playing. It's a lot to ask, man. It's a lot to ask. 30 minutes after the hour, we're going to take a quick break here. Before we do that, let's thank Steamway Florida Ceiling. Check out their website, steamwayfloridaceiling.com. Remodel on a budget. they got remodel budget planning, consultation, and design financing options. And uh, also personal in-home design service, too. They've got it all. And they got a 4,000-square-foot showroom, steamwayfloridaceiling.com. 30 minutes after the 12 o'clock hour. It's the whole show powered by Chevron on Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1, 1310 KFKA. like podcasts we podcast every show immediately after it airs at 1310kfk.com or wherever you download your favorite stuff northern colorado's voice 103.1 and 1310 kfka this is Kristen mateo your unc women's basketball coach and you are listening to the whole show 1310 kfka Got to think on the rocks, liquor, man. There's a lot of liquor stores. They're all over the damn place, man. They're putting them up left and right. But I like going to a place where I know what I'm going to get. When you walk in, you know, hey, I'm I'm interested in, in supporting local breweries. I want to go to the section there where they have craft beer on display. And they're going to have a plethora of that kind of thing for you. But you also want to you, – you go in, you heard about this new whiskey perhaps or style of wine. All the rocks is going to have it. If they, you know, for some weird, random, silly reason, they don't have exactly what you're looking for. You talk to them, and they'll go, "You know what? We think we're going to bring that in." But you you know typically what you're going to get at On the Rocks Liquor. And I always say it's like the cleanest liquor store around. John and Tony run this place, husband and wife duo, and uh, we just appreciate all the business. They got the drive-through as well. They're located half a mile south of Highway 34 on 47th Avenue. Talk to them. About uh, tell tell him you heard about him right here on the whole show powered by Chevron on Northern Colorado's Voice one hundred three point one and thirteen ten KFKA. Boy, this topic gets the people going, Angel. And it's not even like my listeners are probably not a lot of students because you're trying to take the fun out of sports, Bree. Yeah, I know. Because potential injuries are always yeah. Fun. You're, 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 flying Dutch says, "Get off my lawn!" I'm like I'm not really the get off my lawn guy, but. I'm sorry. I want to make sure the players are players and coaches are taken care of. I'm sorry, but I, I've never been one to buy in on all that goofiness. It's just goofy. Like it's just silly. Have some respect for yourself. Enjoy the game. Cheer, clap, have fun, and then go home. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just not. They want to be a part of it. They I want to. They want to get on ESPN not. and be. Oh, remember when we stormed the court and we beat Duke? What have you done since? Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing. But we did it that one time. Yeah, I was there, man. I was out there, man. Yeah, that's how what they tell you the do? story. I ran around and I, did you talk to a player? No. But I yelled at one of them and I told him to blah 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 and I high fived David Roddy. You know, I did that. That was awesome, man. I I don't know. It's just, I'm all for, like, I think getting autographs is cool and that kind of stuff and doing all that thing. But then, like, getting to the point where it's like, I got to be there. I got to get out on the floor. I got to storm and do all that. Eh. 
I don't know. No, it's it's not what it's for. You are the fan. You are to be entertained. You paid your money. That's it. You paid to watch a game. You didn't pay to get on-field access because that's pretty pricey. Yeah. No, no, no. It's not really, again, it's not really a get-off-my-lawn thing. Dutchman's just, you're so extreme. Why are you guys turning sports into a nanny state? <laughs> what are you talking about, bro? Who's Flying Dutchman a, t- a fan of? Well, he's the J- he's our James Madison guy. Okay, okay. They probably stormed the court, you know, for if even winning in, the tip-off. Even Yeah, not even season. They just probably have fans out there, and they're like, let's practice, and then they sprint out there. Dixon says, if Isaiah Stevens blows out his ACL early in the year during a court swarm and is out for the year, how are you going to feel about storming the court? Yeah, like, that's the extreme. And I'm not even talking about the injuries. I'm talking about getting up in these guys' faces, too. Like, all that junk that happens. I mean, taking, I, I get it, we're fans. Like, we, we love our players, we love our team, we like to wear our colors and logos, but... It's just a game, people. Yeah. What are you going to get out of going up to a college athlete who is, you know, he's probably stressed about a test he's got to take on the weekend and he didn't really get time to study because he's been watching film all week. And now you're going to get in his face and yell about him and his, his family. Like, oh, your mama, them and them. Like, what is that going to do for you? Well, they're probably not studying too hard for the test, Angel. Well, <laughs> you know, maybe they got a stressful weekend ahead of them. <laughs> They're taking like underwater basket weaving now or whatever it is that they're doing. I don't know. Coach Prime class. <laughs> yeah, they got their Coach Prime class that they got to study for the midterm coming up. Um, look up when Michael Jordan ran into the James Madison cheerleader in the 1982 NCAA tournament after the James Madison fans all threw toilet paper onto the floor. Is that their first year? James Madison? Yeah. No. I hadn't heard of him for like three years ago. <laughs> I hadn't heard of him flying Dutchman. I actually drove listening. past their stadium once. <laughs> really? On the way back from Pennsylvania, yeah. Is it nice? It's fairly nice for former FCS program. Well, now they're up there, huh? Mm-hmm. The next year they'll be, they'll be uh, cream of the crop. Texter, it's almost like we're waiting for something really, really bad to happen before something is implemented. What is it going to take? Star player out for the year? I mean, this is bad enough. Whether the star players are getting ran into on purpose or not, it's still bad enough. Got the Lonster on the hey, line. What's up, you? Lonster? Happy hey, Monday, bro. Well, happy Monday to you, too, there. Happy Windy Monday. Windy yeah. Monday. Cold yeah. tomorrow, Lonster. So, yeah. you know, be ready for that, man. What's uh, what's on your mind? You know, I'm glad you asked. Hey, I was listening to the Houston-Baylor uh, game Saturday on my uh, on my Echo Dot, my smart uh, speaker. Yeah. And they were playing this at Baylor, and any time that Houston would get the ball, all the fans, they were just all over Houston. Like, you wouldn't believe, calling them all sorts of names in the whole nine yards. Do you like that stuff? No. Trash talk is, is okay. Uh, it just, there, there's, a, there's a point, though, where I get a little even uncomfortable. And, I mean, you know, I'm not. I watch all the rated R stuff. I watch Game of Thrones and all that, Lonster. I'm okay with it. To me, it's just like, dude, these are people. You are calling them some vile stuff out there. Oh yeah, and they were even getting after the refs too. I yeah. mean, that's that's. I mean, it's like, oh come on, you guys, grow up a little bit. So you're you not know? a fan of the storming of the courts? I'm guessing, huh? No way. Yeah. Uh uh-uh. yeah. Just go out there, enjoy the win, and just get out of the get out of the stadium. Just take your time and get out of there. 
Yeah, cheer, love, clap, go crazy, but, you know, come on, come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Monster, what's for lunch today, man? I had chicken and dressing. Chicken and dressing? Mm-hmm. Like the Stover stuff? Yeah. Oh, I love that stuff, dude. Oh, I do too, man. There's nothing like it. There's you know? nothing like it. It's so good. Well, it Monster, is. don't blow away. Don't you know storm what? the court. And just yeah. be let love live, man. Hey, you know what? You be the same and stay safe when you get home there. Yeah. I will, my friend. Lonster, appreciate you. Uh, 720. Underwater basket weaving. Ha ha. I would rather do interpretive dance and my own open heart surgery. I don't know what it is that they're teaching them over there. These guys, you know, you think all these student athletes are knee deep in the books all year, especially nowadays. Mm. <laughs> um, Eastside Chris, nothing better than a James Madison post debate or chess match floor storming issue. Those are pretty popular over there. Chat chess match chess matches. Oh yeah, they get intense. Did I ever tell you I covered a chess match once? Why? I was working as an intern before I started my internship here. I was working at the Berthet Recorder newspaper in Berthet. And they had me covering, like, some sports, but mainly, like, they put me on the street stuff. Like, they were putting a roundabout there in Main Street, and my job was to write a story about it and get all the businesses input. And they were so mad and mean. It was weird. So then they gave me a little break and had me go to the sixth-grade chess tournament, and I had to cover that. I, you know how to play chess? I know how to play chess. I am not good at chess. I have no idea. But I don't know how to describe chess. I don't know the piece, I don't know what they're called. I know I know the moves that each piece can make. But I like the rook, the queen, the pawns, king, rooks, knights, pawns, bishops, knights. There we go. Yeah. What are the ones that go pew, diagonal? Diagonal? Yeah. I think pawns can go diagonal. Well, bishops can go diagonal. Well, pawns can go diagonal if they're jumping. They right. they jump right. it over. They just go for the ones that that's their only move. They stay on whatever color they're on and then they got to go that's diagonal. A bishop. That's a bishop. The knights do like the little sh- uh, lowercase L, yep. and then the castles, rooks. the rooks, go straight. The queen can do a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. She can do everything, right? Pretty much. And then the king just is like a pawn, but he, he can move. The king doesn't do much <laughs> He can move backwards. Yes. And there you go. You know wizard's chess. I dabble in the art of wizard's chess. It's basically, isn't it basically the same thing? It's just they're all alive. Yeah, but they kill each other. <laughs> they can kill you. So anyway, I covered that. By a new set every time you play. And that was the most exhilarating thing I've ever watched in my life. I wanted to storm the floor after that. You know, I wanted to storm out of there, to be real honest. Sure James Madison has a number of chess club <laughs> debate teams. Like, <laughs> Academic decathlon type oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, no question. No doubt. Um, Monday at Cables, speaking of being smart, this is smart. This is what you should go do right now. It's 1244. Keep us on on your iPhone or your phone, whatever it is you're listening to, on uh, iTunes, 1310kfk.com, and go eat some spaghetti. All you can eat spaghetti at, pa- at Cables Pub and Grill for just six ninety nine. Dude, spaghetti sounds fantastic right now, doesn't it? All you can eat spaghetti every Monday at Cables Pub and Grill. They're famous for their spaghetti. Uh, check out their website for menu items, big deals, big specials, cablespubandgrill.com. 12.45 the time. Let's get the latest on the local sports flash. Hey, this is Matt Gator, color commentator for UNC Bears football and former UNC offensive lineman. You're listening to The Whole Show on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. 
Well, it's going to be windy. Some weird weather today. Weird weather tomorrow. We already know we live on dangerous roads throughout northern Colorado. And unfortunately, we get terrible stories of that. Um, you know, like last week with, with the Wyoming women's basketball team or uh, swim team, excuse me, um, with the th- not the women's team. It was just it was a it was a female swimmer and I think two male swimmers. And it's just awful. Like those kind of stories, man. And I will tell you, like seeing the community support behind that. Not just obviously Wyoming's going to, but I thought it was great that CSU stepped up and they were doing things to honor Wyoming, and that's that's when you go, okay, yeah, this is it's pretty special when you can have people going out of their way to kind of acknowledge, you know, some of those some of those athletes in that community too, because the whole community feels it too. First Advantage text line eight 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 five three zero 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 four three, and I know um, I think Miles Bloomhart's doing a story about two eighty seven and just some of the some of the issues going on with that. So um, I'm sure Tanner and, and Brian will catch up with Miles at some point this week to discuss. Uh, Nikola Jokic was amazing. Again, last night. He is amazing. Uh, yeah, just all the time. You know, he's, what is he, third, fourth now, third now on the, fourth now, on the all-time triple-double list. He passed LeBron like a couple weeks ago. Yes, he's but, at 123. And Magic's at 138? Yeah. Oh, yeah. December. Is he catching it? Th- is he going this year? I'm going to say December. No, oh, next December? Yeah. He passes Magic? Mm-hmm. And then what's uh, Oscar at? 181. 181. Is that next year? T- no, that's not next year, too. That's two years. That'll be a little, a little while. And and Russ? Russ is at 198. Yeah. Yeah, he'll, he'll pass both of them. He will be the all-time leader in triple-doubles. So are we on on the roller coaster of Nuggets reactions? Are we on the high right now? Yeah, we're on the high. Okay. Yep, we're on the high. So we're winning four championships. Yeah, we're winning four. Okay. No, I've got, um, I've got. I said the Nuggets. Were you here? Well, this was Friday. Was this? Were you here when I said it? I'm, they're they're winning the championship. They're winning it this yeah, year. You said that. They're, they're going to. Week. It's happening. They're no doubt. They are winning a championship this year. No, the thing that I keep. Going back to is yeah okay they're gonna drop a game or two here or there, the 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 Kings and the Bucks game before the break without KCP and Jamal, it is what it is. Is there any team in the West or the East that's gonna beat this team in a seven game series? I don't think so. I I just don't see it. And when you get the bench, and now you got you got uh, you got Zeke going at it, man. There you I mean, go. yeah, he's playing Christian Brown, nice. Yeah, Strother's getting some minutes. Uh, uh, Gillespie the other night in Portland, in like twenty points. Yeah, and, Who's that um, guy. Well, and and, and Piwat, you know, like wasn't the craziest game in the world. Christian some, Brown hit a three yesterday. And he has some. Piwat had some good defensive stops. Okay, Angel, we got a listener here Uh-oh. that's not like the biggest biggest sports fan in the world, but likes the show, and so wants me to do something here that I, I wouldn't normally do, and that is explain to him what a triple-double is. Sorry for the dumb question. It's not a dumb question. No. Sports is not... If you're asking sports questions, it's not a dumb question. I mean, when I first started trying to understand basketball, I was in middle school, and I was like, why do they get to shoot? Sometimes it's one free throw, sometimes it's two. Mm. I don't get mm. it. What is a foul? Well, there's a lot of rules. Uh, triple-double for you is... If you have double digits in points, 
So let's just say you scored 10 points and you have double digits in rebounds, you have 10 rebounds. And you have double digits in assists and you have 10 assists. That is a triple because it's three of those categories, three double because you doubled in three of those categories. You can you can do that with steals if you were that good defensively instead of rebounds or assists. So that could happen. That is a triple-double. Yes, it's a very difficult thing to do. What did we learn? Because you can get your points. Rebounds, you can get those. But the assists, that's on your teammates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So does that does that answer? Okay, and Texture said, I'm not a basketball guy. So you could know everything about anything else. Maybe it's just basketball. And that's what we're here to do. We're here to help. Another great text as we're wrapping up here. Um, the whole show, it's more like the whole show, W-H-O-L-E. That was kind of the thought process there. Unbiased and proactive, um, provocative conversation, I should say. My hat is off to each of you gentlemen. God bless. Blessed Alan respects your game. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate you. All right, let's take a quick break here. It's the whole show powered by Chevron. I love it when you guys are nice. It's great. And when you're mean, it's fun, too. We'll be right back. Bears and the Rams had two of the best college basketball players in the country. Will they be enough to lead their teams to the big dance? For all things no-go sports, keep it here on 103.1 at 1310 KFKA. It's Andrew Bogish from CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to The Whole Show on 1310 KFKA. Wild Wild West, man. The Nuggets are moving up. But it's still going to be a tough race. All right. When we come back, let's get to buy or sell. Love that segment. Also, what did we learn? And more Russell Wilson stuff. It's the whole show. We'll be right back.